look at her, she's dancing like a stripper. And Andrew, come get her. I like that. That is true. My that girl always be dancing like a stripper. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Uh, this is a movie discussion podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sam Bannigan. And I am the other, Andrew Thomas. How you doing this week, Andrew? How you been? What's the what's going on? I've actually felt pretty good this week. It's, feel... it's a me, Chris Pratt, Mario. Out the gate? Out the gate? <laughs> it's out a me. Out the gate? <laughs> I was saving that up for when we're talking about something serious. Oh, about, okay. about sex work. That's what I was saving that, that one for. Uh, um, yes, Chris Pratt, uh, the progressive sex work enthusiast. Oh, uh, that's so funny. It's a me. It's a me, Chris Pratt. You want to hear something awful? You want to hear yeah. what's going to happen in this movie? Because Mario is going to be walking and someone's, some random character is going to be like, hey, that's Mario. Hey, it's Mario. Look, it's me. It's a Mario. And then Chris Pratt's Mario is going to be like, ah, don't say that. That's offensive. That's yeah. going to be a bit. That's I mark my words. <laughs> yeah. Or something Any- adjacent. Anyway. anyway um, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Actually, like I was, yeah. No, I'm doing pretty good. This is. I feel like I'm uh, having a good week. Hopefully going to have a good last week of September. Have a great October. Um, spooky season's almost here. Woohoo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I feel I feel actually really, really good. I've had a good week, did good with comedy. Hopefully gonna do good with comedy this week. Um and yeah. What about you, Sam? How how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh bit of a busy ish week of just like doing my own thing. But I feel like every day I've been like, oh, shit, I got to do all these things. Oh, shit, I got to do all these things. It's like I want to play different video games and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I, I want to play video games, but I also have to go to work. And I also have to, like, you know, do my chores. And I also have to do this. And I also have to do that. It's just a lot going on, you know. A lot. Yeah, no, over. so many things. Yeah. I got to prep over. for D&D and then I have to prep for D&D again. It's the whole fucking thing. Besides the chores, at least it's stuff you like. At least. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Video games are rad. There's this new game I've been playing called Deathloop. Ooh, baby, it's good. Be- better than than it's ever been? Video games, you would say? Live scoop Video here? games? I mean, they go through weird patches all the time. Much like movies, like there will be long stretches of just like every game that comes out is just kind of okay. Uh, but recently we've gotten a good a good couple, and I've played a good couple. Like I played some old ones that I just missed that are really good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but Deathloop is like new and very good. Highly recommend Deathloop. That's good. Yeah, uh, and then. At the end of this week, I got to watch a film. A film. 
Oh, what? Do you know the director's name? It is... I feel so awful. Jan- oh, I don't know how to say your first name. Janixa Bravo. Bravo? Yeah. Janica? Janixa? Janixa? I'm unsure as to how to say the name. It's a C Z right next to each other. Mm. I don't know. J Bravo's 2021's hit film Zola. At Zola. Zola. We saw Zola. it. We watched it. Do you, did you know anything about Zola before before the Yeah, film? I read I read the Twitter thread when it came out, like back in twenty fifteen. Like I was there, baby. I was in it. Dang, I knew nothing. But we did see the movie. We saw it, and Sam, what'd you think? I quite liked it. I thought it was really well done. I really liked it. Uh, I thought all the performances were great. The direction was wonderful. Script was fantastic. Sound design, lighting design, like all of it was just like so well done, so well put together. Uh, And I quite enjoyed it. Did I, you know... It's not like one of my favorite movies ever, but it's a good fucking movie. I don't know. You know, like it's one of those. It's just like, it's just good. What do you want from me? It's just good. Yeah. What about you? How are you feeling? This was like your second time seeing it? Yes, this was my second time. I saw it first way back in June or May sometime. Some of those times. It was right before I traveled. Um, I remember seeing it, like, the day before I traveled, the first time I did mm. it. Um, and, oh, I really, really enjoy this movie. I like it a lot. I really think the performances are good. Um, the script is fun, and it's really, uh, innovative. Innovative. Um, Sam, I promise I'm not going to say this with every movie I like. This is the last time I'm going to say it. But okay. much like the card counter, it's a movie. Oh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a movie. And oh, I, I got to love Christ. to say it. <laughs> I might say it one more time because I love threes. But <laughs> okay, we'll yeah. save it for another time. But yeah, okay. I really, yeah. We'll save it for uh, Malignant. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh my god, I can't wait. I can't wait for that <laughs> podcast, Sam. <laughs> it's coming up. It's, it's soon. It's a couple of weeks from now. Uh, but Zola was really good, and it was nice to revisit it at the end of the summer, right? I know mm-hmm. summer's already ended. And I probably saw it before summer started. But yeah, yeah. in my head, in Andrew's life experience, it, it was a nice... Book open and book close to my summer. Yeah, basically, it's a good summer movie too. Like it's, it's a like great so, summer movie. So just like yeah, let's just oh, it's nice and hot out. Let's go see a movie. Let's go see Zola. Let's just mm. like oh, go sit in a nice cool theater, eat some popcorn with your pals. I mean, I didn't do that. I watched it at home in the safety of my own home. Uh, but uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way you said, in the safety of my own home. COVID is so bad here, dude. Like, it is truly the safety of my own home. Like, it is, Ah. like, going outside is bad. Go. But I get to go to work two, three days a week, so, you know. Have you, 
have you gotten your second second smack smackaroody in the arm? Yeah, I got that. I got that so long ago. Dang, I remember the first one. That was I popped a bottle of champagne. Yeah, it was like much like long? everyone else. That second one, I was like, eh, all right, yeah, put okay. it in me. If there's if there are chips in it, they're already in me. So yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, July, I got my second shot. Sick. Well, at least you're faxed. The, yeah, the safety like, of Sam Bandigan. The rate of just like people in Alberta who are not vaxxed and and like the COVID numbers are just like insane. Like they're worse than they've been like pretty much ever. Uh, Oof. Even worse bad. than last year? Yeah. Like it's bad, bad here, dude. It's Oof. capital B bad, bad. Well, stay safe. But hey, go to your go to your fucking comedy clubs. I hope you have a nice regular life. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here this fucking. Just, oh, this I'm just stuck said inside from Sam's, from Sam's bunker. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, it's so bad That's, here. It's so yeah. bad. There's no, there's no rooms in hospitals. Almost every school is like, is like getting outbreaks and like closing down. Like, there are anti-mask protests outside of hospitals, and like doctors Mm -hmm. are being yelled at and like blamed, and like no other surgeries can happen. Like hospitals can't accept any other patient um, because they are just filled with COVID patients. They they are literally they like are turning life saving surgeries away because they just don't they just can't do it. Like this is how bad it is. I, They're thinking about like calling in the military to like. Yeah, enforce, like, no, I was about stuff. to say. Yeah, uh, we're gonna talk about Zola, but I do want to because it's my it's my boy's headspace. I need I need I need to know and that yeah, boy <laughs> with an eye. I I just like man, like from your well, quite literally. Outside of your window, what do you see? Like, what's your neighborhood like? Your day to day? It's blocks? totally fine. It is exactly as it is normally where I am. But I live in the most left leaning neighborhood in all of Edmonton, in all wow. of Alberta. Like, I live in this like little pocket of NDP voters and leftists. So it's like everyone kind of in this area is like has been vaxxed, like is keeping safe, is keeping distance. Like I see everyone wearing masks and stuff all the time, but it's just like, is that one bar near you? Uh, yeah. Hudson's. Yeah. Hudson's. So most bars have to close by 10 PM, uh, which doesn't make any sense, but you know, (laughs) that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Uh, it's like a, it's a fucking mess. It's awful. I don't, um, uh, this is why I just have been obsessing about video games and stuff recently because it's just like my brain just needs to think about a different Please. thing, like actively think about a different thing. And if I'm playing a video game, then like my mind doesn't wander. That's true. Watching movies, your mind does go. But uh... I think that might be part of why I'm having trouble with Twin Peaks right now because like it's so slow that my brain has so much time mm. to just like think about other stuff. Yeah. And uh, that's not the show to think about other stuff during. Yeah, exactly. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom, 
Boom. I hear you, man. Well, stay Boom. safe in all Boom. of our Canadian, all of our Edmonton, all of our Alberta citizens who are listening. Please be safe. Go yeah. get vaccinated. We love you. That's yeah. my best Seth Meyers impression. Um, right. But back to Zola. <laughs> Zola. A good film. Yeah, a, a very good film. Do you uh, want to hop into that it. cast? Uh, yeah. I interrupted you in a thought, but no. I said it came out and I heard your thought. My whole brain stopped. I heard your whole brain shut down all the way from here. I heard cluck cluck. We got Nicholas Braun playing Derek. Derek. Uh, Derek. We all know a Derek. We're all good friends with a Derek. You might remember Nicholas Braun from Succession or Perks of Being a Wallflower or the Stanford Prison Experiment or Whiskey Talk Tango Foxtrot or How to Be Single or The Watch or Minutemen or Sky High. Yeah, I remember from Sky High. Uh, yeah, he's in it. Dang, that, those, no offense to this guy. He's really good in this movie. Like, I want to see more in from this him. Movie. But, like, talk about a string of mediocre movies. Bro, talk about it's just a so wild. String. <laughs> it's so wild. Poor guy. I'm just. No, Get a, a job. Movie. Prom. Date and switch. Uh, <laughs> like. Half these movies I saw and enjoyed my time in and haven't thought about since. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. The Watch, Ben Stiller's The Watch? You think I'm over here actively thinking about Ben Stiller's The Watch? Yeah, starring Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Jonah Hill, and Richard Aoate. <laughs> Directed by Akiva Schaefer, The Watch. Dang. But yeah, no. Oh, he's also, oh, very importantly, uh-huh. he's also in Princess Protection Program. Oh, most importantly. I watched that recently. Uh, believe it or not, you I almost, almost spat. did a spit take. I, I almost did a full spit take. <laughs> you almost take. did a, a, oh my Imagining God. me watching Selena Gomez and Tim, uh, what's Just, her name? Oh my God, saying, what's her name, Sam? Uh, uh, Demi the other Lovato? One. Yes, Demi Lovato. Um, you saying their... recently really wrecked me there. <laughs> yep, watched it recently. Oh, he's um, also in the Poltergeist remake from 2015. Oh, yeah, that was, again, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, he's in it, and he does a very good job of playing a douchebag. Yeah, perfect. Like, he's probably, like, the sweetest guy on Earth. Oh, I guarantee it. He knew (laughs) exactly how to play this character. That chin strap looked too fitting. It, t- it looked too fitting. It looked too fitting. That's a perfect way to put it. It did. It was like you, you, you look like this. You walked around the streets of Miami looking like this. Yeah, he definitely did. Uh, uh, we got a, a returning. Oh, a welcome back favorite. A welcome back favorite, Mr. Coleman Domingo, coming back once again. Coming back. Uh, he's great, is he not? He's so good. I love Coleman Domingo so much. He, yeah, no. 
this was the movie that I was like, yo, who's who's my friend over here? I've seen him in so many movies up to this point. But this yeah. was the one where I was like, hey. And then Candyman, I was like, I love this guy. Can't wait to guy. see more yeah. from, uh, from Colby he's so He's so good in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I'll yes. say it every time. He's so good in that movie. And I'll keep forgetting every time. <laughs> yeah, every yes, time. Yes, he's great in that as well. Yeah, that was that was the one where, yeah, I had also obviously seen him in a bunch of stuff, and then I saw him in Ma Rainey, and I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit, Coleman Domingo might be might be the best dude out. What the fuck? Uh, and he just keeps he just keeps it coming. Like it's nothing. Uh, he's just having fun with it. Yeah, he's just having a blast. He's just having the best time of his goddamn life doing all these fucking movies. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we got Riley Keo Kyog. Kyog. I believe it's Kyog from what I've Kyog. heard. That we uh, we all might remember from Mad Max Fury Road or Logan Lucky or The House That Jack Built or Magic Mike or It Comes at Night or Under the Silver Lake or American Honey or Logan Lucky or you The Devil All the Lucky. Time. I did. Fuck. Shit. Damn it. <laughs> or The Runaways. Or Hold the Dark. The Runaways is great. I was thinking about that movie recently. Dodge. <coughs> it's a, a very famous rock and roll uh, singer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I know the Runaways. I know the Runaways. What's, what's her name? Jerry Bob. Yeah, Joe Jet. Great movie if you haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, Riley, Riley Keogh. Fantastic. Think she was scared to do this role. What do you mean? I, I, there's, there's a, there's a way you can do this role, and it doesn't work. And like the point of this character is that she is offensive, but like, yeah. she could have made this where, yeah, sure, that's the point. But I mean, yeah, I think we still don't like her was, performance. I think she was probably nervous. But I think the script and and the direction from uh, Janixa Brown or Brown, fuck, Bravo, Bravo, shit. Um, I think those are like so supportive, like in in giving her something to really work on, mm. like work off of. I mean, um, that like she had the biggest safety net, right? Yeah. For sure. She's great in this movie. I really, she's, really liked her. Yeah, she's fantastic. Love it. Really, her first, you know, you mentioned all these movies that she's in, and she's very good at all of them. But this is like her first, like, breakout role. And it's, again, glad to see her. and can't wait to see more. Yeah, fan, absolutely fantastic. Uh, speaking of fucking can't wait to see more, also from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Yes. Uh, Taylor Page. <laughs> Fucking by God. By God. <laughs> what what a performance. She a, now ooh. Oh, do you like a, love it? Like I love it, love it. It's so good. I really I thought like she it. was fantastic. What did you love so much about it? What spoke to you? 
I just, I liked her, like, for a lot of this movie, she's kind of quote-unquote neutral. Uh Like, she's just kind of, like, sitting there. But she did such a good job of, like, infusing those moments with, like, character and meaning. Yes. When most actors would try to do that and, and fail. But she just does it so well. Like, those moments where it just cuts to her and she's just, like, sitting there completely straight-faced. Yeah. Okay. Is fucking, like, every one of them was fucking great. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. That, it's a, she's really, really good at the movie. And is really, like, a nice anchor? Is that the word? I'm not sure. But she, like, really is the cherry on top of this great cast of just... Yeah, right? Like, she really just kind of makes it a whole well-rounded experience. Of all these eccentric characters, you still remember her. This character could easily fade into the background. But she stands out with these uh, crazy characters. They all complement each other. Which is a great uh, compliment for the screenwriter of this Lick. Yeah, well, I also, also directed it. Yes, yeah, Janik Bravo uh, and uh, Jeremy O'Harris uh, wrote it. He hasn't written any other movies. Uh, I will check if he's done TV stuff. But what did you think about the script? The script, it's like, it's kind of like Judo. It's like so. Uh, how do I not sound like an old man right now? It's so hip and cool. It's all it's like how my how like my nephews sound and my nieces. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh shit, this was his first movie. Oh, good for this so, guy. Right, Jeremy Jeremy O'Harris. This was his first movie. He's acted in a couple other things. But this was the first kind of big thing. Oh, good for him. I mean, he's in other big stuff. He's acted in other big stuff, but this was like he helps write it, blah, blah, blah. But he's on What We Do in the Shadows. He's uh, uh, He was on Gossip Girl. He's in uh, Emily in Paris. Like he's, he's doing stuff. Do you watch Emily in Paris? <laughs> Fucking no. <laughs> Why scoff? It's gotten <laughs> reviews. <laughs> it has gotten reviews, hasn't it? Uh, no, I do not. Uh, what did you think of the of the script? I thought it was great. Oh, a bunch of oh, sorry, IMDb or Letterbox is being weird. There's a couple other writers: David Kushner, uh, and uh, Azia King also wrote it. Azia uh, King, I know that name. Uh, Azia King uh, is uh, the. Uh, the tweeter, the tweetis. Uh, Aziah King, maybe? Um, David Kushner uh, wrote the book uh, that this is also... This is um, a book? Yeah, so the tweets got turned into a book and the tweets and the movie got turned into... Or the, the tweets and the book got turned into a movie. I gotta read these tweets. They oh, must be man. so evocative. If, if oh, they they're got fantastic! A book and a movie. Yeah, 
It's yeah, it's like 148 tweets or something. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. So the script was written by Janik Sabravo and Jeremy R. Harris. And then the tweets were written by Isaiah King. And uh, the book was written by David Kushner. Uh, yeah, I, I really like the the um, script. I think it's like tight and well-written. And yeah, feels very like in the best way, like of the time. Uh, and it's just so well done. And it's, it's just great. I really liked it. Um, this has, this question does, I guess, maybe lead more into writing, but another movie that this, or not writing, directing, um, another movie this reminds me of is Uncut Gems, where the, it's about this person and these events and just things get worse with every (laughs) passing second. Sure. I know you don't like Uncut Gems, and that's no. just the first movie that popped in my head that's like this. What is, like, what are the differences? I know it's been a year and a half, but from what you remember from Uncut Gems and what you didn't like about it, I'm just curious. Uncut Gems, I don't remember. I don't think about Uncut Gems because I just don't like it. Um I remember not really liking Adam Sandler's performance. I remember really not liking his character. Like I found it very difficult to sort of like get behind him at any moment. Whereas like this whole movie, I'm fully on Zola's side. Like I'm like, yeah, these people are crazy. Why are they doing this? These people are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, th- I, this movie also feels a bit more focused to me compared to Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. Of like, here's like a weekend. Instead of Uncut Gems, which is like, here's a basketball game and a relationship and a marriage and children and, uh, uh, you know, the gym and the and all this other stuff. And it's like, oh, what the fuck is even happening? Like, what's well, going whoa, on? whoa, whoa, I hear that. <laughs> I started that question thinking we did Uncut Gems this January. Then halfway through, I was like, damn, we did. It is two Februarys ago. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Time flies when you're having fun with friends. Woohoo. Direction, though. That direction, though. So good. So pretty, so well done. All the actors are working great together. So All the funny. shots look great. It's so funny. It's so snappy. It feels just like kinetic. Oh, baby. Oh, it's so good. Oh, baby. It's so funny. And just some scenes are cut like jokes, like perfectly, like SNL sketches yeah. almost. Yeah, uh, it's great. In the best way. Yeah, no, very, very. Awesome job. Um, I do have one question for you. Another one. I have more than one. Uh, what do you think this film's about? What What is oh, is Miss Bravo I'm trying to leave it. with the audience? We, we both know I'm bad at this. I don't fucking know, man. But I sometimes just... I yell out, Sam, you just cracked it. That's why I ask. Oh, 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm just vibing, bro. Uh, I'm just vibing, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's some stuff in here that, that kind of confuses it all for me. You know, like, is it about appropriation? Is it about uh, just, you know, sex work culture? Is it about just like, hey, sometimes shit just happens and it's weird. Is it about abuse? Is it about control? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Is For it me, about, like, the commodification of women? Like, what? I don't What do you want? Is it all know. of them? Is it none of them? Yeah, um, it could be. I'm not smart enough to tell you. Oh, yes, you are. I'm um, definitely not. Especially not at 10 p.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> 10 p.m. on a Sunday. Um, for me, what I feel like uh, what I get away from this movie is, is uh, some movies just work as metaphors, right? Like, I've never. Yeah. this has never happened to me. I've never been told I was going to go strip, but newsflash, actually, I'm here to uh, be paid for sex. And actually, I'm going to get caught up in this whole sex scandal. Uh, this That's never happened to me. But I have had a weekend like this. I've ha- <laughs> I unquestionably have had a, a weekend where I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll hang out with you guys. Oh, no, I need to go. Oh, no, you're my only way to get home. Ah, nuts. Ah, nuts. I don't know. They said it earlier. Clean your butt. Sometimes sometimes you're going to go strip, and a stripper just didn't wipe too well. And there's poop on the stripping pole. No one wanted this. We all poop, but yet we got a dirty pole. (laughs) And isn't that life sometimes? Damn, Andrew, you fucking... (laughs) Just laying down wisdom. <laughs> Just laying down wisdom, but dude, oh shit! Sometimes you got shit on a pole. You do. Ooh. And then you just you can't. There's also a hundred horny men out there. You can't say sorry, guys. <laughs> Go home. There's gonna be that place is gonna catch on fire. <laughs> Oh boy, what a fucking <laughs> um, <laughs> what a way to have this conversation. Yes, but um, you enter the. You did say something about when you were like, it could be any of these things about the the uh, sex worker culture. Yeah, um, what are your thoughts on sex worker culture? <laughs> I I obviously okay. First off, I want to unequivocally state sex work is real work. We all know this. Um, I just think it's it's such an interesting thing, you know, like just and the and the ways different people go about it and do it and like all these different things. Why, you know, I, I'm never going to hire a prostitute. That's just it's not the vibe. For you know, me. Screw it. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? If sex don't... work is real work, because it's I'm a not push something you that I this. think I don't think I would enjoy it. 
Okay, that's 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 a, that's a fair that's a fair don't. answer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but like, I subscribe to a couple of OnlyFans. Like, I'm not. I, I, I I'm all about supporting sex work. That's Ooh. that's only good. You know, uh-huh. especially with like you know Pornhub and and the way that they they. Pornhub is a horrendous company, in case anyone didn't know. Uh, so it, it feels very much like the like supporting small business version of porn, uh, which is just a funny way to think about it to me. It, it's funny. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Bill Maher because I think the way he puts together jokes are interesting. And uh, he says... He was talking about OnlyFans on his show. He was like, "It's weird." I I was not like a horrible dude. Sorry, is he a horrible dude? Isn't he? I just know he he just thinking of. He has an air of a a condescension on him. I don't know. Everyone I like is bad. So who who's to say? Yeah, isn't this guy like? Maybe I'm thinking of a different guy. Who am I thinking of? Anyway, you do you do your thing. Um, he was just basically like, to me, the natural order of things is paid for porn. And there's a whole, whole generation that thinks that's odd. And it's weird that we're converting back to that. That was it. That was... <laughs> that was, that was my anecdote. It's just people like to pay for porn. Just how the times were that you would go into a liquor store, buy a magazine. That was the thing that internet porn became a thing and it was free. And then everyone flocked to that and the porn industry completely changed. But now with OnlyFans, we are slowly going back to where people pay for porn is like, it's a normal thing. Just like yeah. seven years ago, you were a weirdo if you bought porn. The internet's right there. It's true. People still it's think just, that way. I mean, like, yeah. it's still not fledgling. Like, it's a billion-dollar industry. but Exactly, like, yeah. It still feels sort of like you kind of have to justify it sometimes. But a lot, it's, I did not, I mean, yeah, this is the way this episode should go. But the way the porn industry because it kind of collapsed once the internet happened. And I feel like that's where so many... I This is all anecdotal. I don't know anything about anything. Um, yeah, we don't know nothing. Um, but I feel like that's where a lot... From the main, uh, mainstream side of things, that's where a lot of porn stars got abused. Is that they started making... Like, the way the contracts started uh, become different when the internet was involved. Instead of making a hundred hour or a hundred hour, a hundred minute porn movie. And you're just making a five minute clip for Pornhub. All of a sudden yeah. the contracts change, the money changes, people get swindled out when they're doing something very vulnerable on film. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. I saw a, a documentary a about Deep Throat when I was young and it was crazy. <laughs> the porn uh, industry yeah. is wild. The porn industry is wild. Yeah, all those like big companies, like it's hard to, um, it's hard to make sure that like like you are consuming 
is so weird. I've never thought I was going to say a sentence like this. It's hard to figure out if you are consuming ethical porn. <laughs> That's a sentence I never thought I would ever say ever. <laughs> so, you know, that's how you my know, is going. Because cause, cause sexuality is not wrong for for anyone. But yeah, you no, got to figure all. out where, where your nudie pics are coming from. Yeah. Hey, you can sexual, put that on a t-shirt. No. Put that on my gravestone. <laughs> I will. I'll remember this. Uh, yeah, I mean, sex is sex positive positivity is also like a great uh, wonderful thing that's like coming more and more of the norm uh as as the time goes on and and people supporting sex work and and sex workers is fantastic and good and also like know. yeah prostitution's like one of the oldest professions ever on this earth yeah 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 uh it's it, it's like a, it's it should be legal. I think it should be potentially regulated. Like there should be a of course. You know, industry for it because a lot of people get abused and injured, blah, blah, blah. There's so many things. You see it kind of represented in this movie, I think quite well. Of, And it's not even the full story. If you read the tweets and the book and stuff, like there's more stuff that um, really? Coleman Domingo's character does that's like also... Just just keeps getting fucked fucked up, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, like when uh, when uh, they like get to the house, I think, and, and right b- before Derek like jumps off the little balcony. Oh, I think in that spoiler alert. Scene, <laughs> if you haven't sorry. seen the movie yet, go check um, out the movie, then check out us. <laughs> I think it's I think it's then in the story, or it might be a little bit earlier. But Coleman Domingo's character makes um, Stephanie like give him a blowjob like in front of Derek uh-huh. to be like, no, like you you know the power She's and the bond. yeah yeah all that all that stuff, which is super fucked up and bad. And like this is why this industry should be regulated and legal, and like people should have protections and everything. Like you know all that stuff, all that good good sex positive sex work is real work uh-huh. leftist thinking that I'm not smart enough to, to spout off all the time um, yeah so it's not necessarily leftist it's not leftist came up with these ideas no but it is it is leftists who are who are pushing for a lot of these sorts of um, policy changes mm-hmm. Democrats sure as fuck are never going to do anything like this. So people got to people got to yell about it. Liberals aren't NDP isn't like NDP is as left as like as we can. Well, we have other left or more left parties, but they are not as good. Um, uh, so NDP is never going to I would be surprised to see if the NDP made a made any sort of um sex work policy happen at any point it would be good it would be smart but who knows who knows indeed um as i want to talk about, about what were, what do i want to talk about please tell me what do, do you want to talk about twitter oh yes you took the man you just took the words out of my mouth i'm sorry you had you seem like you had a good segue and then 
I kind of we kind of talked at the same time and you said the good one and then I said the bad one and then you stopped and I stopped and then you kept going to tell me to say my bad segue and so now we're in this kind of awkward moment where like I've acknowledged that I did a bad I'm not good at this how many how many how many uh, episodes have we done Sam like 190 190 they're not all gonna be winners Anyway, hey, hold on, <laughs> hey. hold on. Hey, wait a minute, that's an insult against me and you. Hey, hey. that's not cool. Uh, what the fuck, bro? Damn. Nah, 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 nah. You killed it, bro. Killed it. You, you telling us you're the Zola. The Zola, no, 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 no about. I can't speak. No about. The Zola, no about. Yeah, you're the you're the Zola, no about. What is that? What does that mean? You're the Zola, know it all. That's why I wanted to say. All right, let's no talk about, about Twitter. Okay, so Twitter. There's a book on this movie. There's a movie on this movie, and there's yeah. a Twitter thread. Not based on anything, just on her life. Yeah. Um, God, that was a wild day. Wild day. Um, it's just interesting to live in a world now. What do you remember the day? Did you see it like live? I saw it Did that see- day. Yeah, like I saw it that day. day. Well, before yeah. I even ask my question, I want to hear about this. Like, what was your day like? How old was? How old were you? I like it was 2015, so I would have just graduated high school like oh, a year okay. ago, like 1918. Uh, 2015. No, 19. Yeah, 18, I, I, 18, oh yeah, 20. I would have been. I would have been like 18. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Yeah. It. Uh. It was. Uh. I remember reading it and being like, "Holy shit! This is a, this story is fucking crazy! Mm-hmm. Holy man!" And it was like huge. Like I saw it like all day. Like I saw it for like two weeks. Like everyone was just like, "Have you seen this yet? Holy shit! This is crazy! All this stuff." Um. And it was great. It was. It's a fantastic little story. Like, you know, uh, I recommend going to read it, even if you haven't seen the movie. Like, it's just a wild ride, start to finish. Um. And. Uh, yeah, I remember like, you know, a couple years ago when Zola was like announced and they were like, based on the, like the most famous Twitter thread ever. And I was like, oh, is it going to be that Twitter thread? Like the, and, and then it was, and I was like, hell yeah, let's do it, baby. That Twitter thread rips. Like, yeah. I guess because the farewell, um, that, yeah. yeah, the farewell was based on a podcast that the director did way before, mm-hmm. and it's just it's weird to see more things based on like how how do you feel about that? How do you feel about movies being based on Twitter threads? <laughs> I think I think it's good. I think it's a good way to to you know sort of encapsulate the like modern times. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. What do you feel, Mr. Netflix movies aren't real movies? Oh, yes. Netflix movies aren't real movies. But, no, I think it's great. so fucking stupid. (laughs) It's great. That's so fucking stupid. (laughs) Um, I think think it's cool. I think, who would have thought, way back when Twitter started, that a movie was going to be based on something someone would write on this platform? Yeah, it's, it's great. 
Um, I, it just, hmm, I guess for me, it's hard to speak on it because I haven't read the tweets. Um, so I don't know how they're written. I don't know how they were. Sure. But just think just about the, the general concept. It's yeah, like, of if, course. Yes. You know, what if it's Harry like Potter a, was a Twitter thread or whatever? Jeez. Like, the longest Twitter thread. The fourth. You know that the longest, I think the longest fanfic ever written is a Harry Potter fanfic. I believe that. How long is it? And it's like hundreds of chapters. Hold on, I can't remember. Is it, like, very descriptive? Oh, Harry's boy. nipple. It's not a hairy nipple, but it's oh, Harry's it changed. nipple. Ooh, it changed. Okay, so it used to be called... So they're used... So the one previously that was... Uh, the Yeah... It was called the Subspace Emissary. Uh, it was a Super Smash Brothers fanfic. Jeez Louise, it Jiminy was, Christmas. In 2018, it was 7,296,586 words long. How many words are in the Bible? <laughs> How many words are... In the Bible. 3,116,480 for the the total Bible. The King James has 783,137. 7 million. But as of August 2021. Yeah, quarantine. Quarantine got some people typing. As of oh August twenty twenty one, a fan fiction based on The Loud House, a Nickelodeon TV show. I was about to say, is it that Nickelodeon TV show? <laughs> the Nickelodeon TV show, the longest fan fiction. Uh, the Loud House revamped a crossover fan fiction of The Loud House is over 11 million words long. How long is War and Peace? How many words is War and Peace? How many words is War and Peace? War and Peace. Fucking nothing. 587,287 words. Not just barely over half a million. Talk about a talk about a strong impulse to name your art War and Peace. I would never have the longest the (laughs) longest book. The longest book Mm -hmm. is called Gordana. Uh, I don't know anything about it except that it's it is one million four hundred thousand words long. So the longest fanfic is almost ten times as long as the longest novel ever published. I guess, oddly enough, this whole conversation really like my is why I have a hard problem 
see this Twitter thread become a movie. Like, it's a hard mental block. Because a fanfic, a fanfic, just someone writing their own fiction to serve their own fandom is 11 million words? 11 million words. Over 11 million. Over 11 million words, yeah. And people have read all of it. I've been telling, like, this, like, fun conversational joke where I was like, yeah, I remember when Twitter and Instagram came out. And I was like, man, I don't like this. I can't wait for this fad to be over. And here we are. <laughs> and and, and it's just like, man, I'm 25 and I feel like the times have passed me. Imagine how a 60-year-old feels. It's true. It's true. <laughs> man. Ugh. My grandma, it's very sweet. My grandma often apologizes. She's like, oh, sorry, I don't know how to use my phone or my computer or whatever. And I'm like... You have, like, 80 years of information in your brain. I'm not going to, like, fault you for not understanding (laughs) the technology that came out when you were, like, 50. Like, no. It was... was... You don't know how to use your smartphone that came out 10 years ago. Like, you're fine. Another one of those things where I was just like, oh, what a cool, neat device. It'll be like a Palm Pilot. Remember a Palm Pilot? And we all threw those to the garbage. Yeah. Huh? Our entire lives are run by these? Yeah. We're, we couldn't do this. We're currently on one of these. We are. We are on one of these, and you are listening to us through one of those. Yeah. And Zola, not uh, Zola, the person, not the movie, wrote those Twitters on the phone. The phone is our yeah. life. It's crazy. Go see the best film of the year. Mitchell's in the Machines. Fuck right off. No. Netflix. Now that's a real movie. Um. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Because I refuse. Um, No. It would just be me going into a spiral about (laughs) just that really. I'm going to think about that all week. Eleven billion 11 words. million words oh, it's about Super the Smash loud Brothers? house oh no, no the, the loud, loud house jeez the <laughs> loud house i was still like yeah the super smash brothers people love pokemon and zelda and all those nintendo people sure why <laughs> no. not and there's like hours of content of those contents individually and together sure yeah uh, the loud house content yuck um 11 million words. Dang. And I'm hard. I I think it's hard to write a two minute joke. Dang. (laughs) There is, there is over 200 hours of us talking about movies on the internet. After this episode goes up, I don't know if we've said, a million words. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing, right? That's so much, and people that's so read it. many words. People read it enough where Google was like, "We'll we'll we'll put you up there. We'll say, hey, this is it." When yeah. was it published? 
I, uh... Are all of the Lord of the Rings books, does that even come close to 11 million? That's where I'm no. like... No. My brain's really like doing this math at real time. Game of Thrones? There's four books out. The entire the entire Lord of the Rings series, including The Hobbit, is five hundred and seventy six thousand four hundred and fifty nine words. Not even, not even sixty percent of one million. Harry Potter. All of I'm Harry look Potter. Game of Thrones. Sorry, a song of ice and fire. Okay, A Song of Ice and Fire is 1,770,000 words. 1 million. So someone put Stephen King numbers into a fanfic about the lo- the Loud House? Harry, the entire Harry Potter series has 1,084,000. 1 through 7. Get out of one town. 1 through 7. Get out of town. Yeah. Only yeah. 1 million? Yeah. Uh, How much nuance? When you're on the five million mark writing about the Loud House, what are you talking about? I don't know. Dang. For the losers, now we'll be late. Stephen King. Stephen King. As of two years ago. In his entire, in every book he has ever written, grand total. Stephen is this King, give me a number. Short, short, uh, short stories. This is all of it. This is all of it. Take, take a guess. How many words do you think Stephen King has written? Over eleven million. It has to be. Give me a number. Twenty-five million. Five million. No, no. Okay, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Three hundred and fifty words. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. This one fanfic. This one fanfic is double, double Stephen Stephen King's entire work. What's wrong with people? If I ever meet if. Listen, if I ever meet you and you read this entire thing, you're a crazy person. You belong in asylum. The Irishman is too long, but you'll read all of that? Get out of here. 11 million. Well, I'm Andrew Thomas. And I'm Sam Bannigan. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Sorry it got weird. It Zola's get great. Weird. Go watch it. Zola's great. Uh, you can support the show uh, by following us at Welcome Back Pod on all the different social medias all over the place. Uh, if you got five bucks and you want to give us a little bit of money, financial financially support the show, you can join Lennox Studios over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. For as little as five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode every single month. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're going to record a new one in a couple days here. 
I'm very excited. Don't know what we're going to do yet, but we'll figure it out. Uh, um, yeah, if you don't have five bucks because the pandemic is very active uh, all over the place and uh, or you don't feel like giving us five dollars, uh, that's totally fine. We totally get it. Thanks so much for listening. It means the world. Uh, follow us on social media. Subscribe to us on different podcatchers and, and such. Uh, like the track, review the track, review the podcast. All those different things helps out the show immensely. I'm looking up the Loud House fan fiction right now. And if you are, I hope you're like the me. Loud, it's called The Loud House Revamped. I hope you're like me and you're looking it up with a friend. Tell your friends about us. <laughs> Tell your friends. We can all read it. We can take turns. It can be like a stage reading of, of The Loud House Remix. Revamped. Revamped. Even better. So, hey, again, we have, what, 190 episodes? You've seen at least one of those movies. You've seen at least one. Man, 190 different movies. What, two well, TV more shows? Than that. Three TV shows? Yeah, more than that, because we do Because we we've done, bitches. like, series, and, like, we did Tarantino. We did all the Marvel movies. Like, we're going to do all of David Lynch. Like, there's a lot going on, man. Dang. Yeah. Well, tell your. Do you think we've said a million words? Do you think in the like two hundred? How long do you? How long? hmm, I don't know what. How long would it take to say one million words? Reddit says it's the longest form of literature ever written. Good grief. Saying one million words. Would take 23 days. We have not said a million words on this podcast yet, Andrew. 23 days. There's 24 hours in a day. So 24. What's the math? 23 times 24 is 552 hours. We're not even halfway, dude. We're not even halfway. We're not even halfway to a mil- to one million words. We're not even halfway to one million. I'm broken, Sam. Yeah, me too.